This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Friday, June 3rd, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines for the day. Number one, Biden's gun address. Number two, defense CEOs press Congress on Yusika. And number three, inside the campaign. Number one, the gun address. Let's get into it. President Joe Biden gave a rare primetime address last night from the White House on gun control. He... Uh, this was a moral address. This is if I talked to people last night uh, involved in the Senate's process and Democrats were happy with it. Now, Biden uh, called on Congress to reinstate the assault weapons ban that had expired in 2004. Um, that's not going to happen. But what Democrats told us was that he was making a moral argument, which they thought the nation needed to hear. He said, if we can't ban assault weapons, then we should raise the, raise the age to purchase them from 18 to 21, strengthen background checks, enact safe storage laws, and red flag laws, repeal the immunity that protects gun manufacturers from liability, and address the mental health crisis. Now, much of that doesn't have 60 votes in the Senate. Senators Chris Murphy and John Cornyn are leading bipartisan talks, along with Susan Collins, on a much smaller package that could include a narrow expansion of background checks, incentivize states to create red flag laws, and bolster school security. Um, that is the package that is the most likely at this point. I mean, we talk often on this podcast in the daily in, in the daily newsletter, Punchbowl News, that um, Biden and Schumer, Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, have to work with the Congress they have, not the Congress they want. The Congress they has have has sixty has fifty votes, uh, Democratic votes, and a pretty intractable Republican minority. So, the the package that is most likely at this point would include a um, probably would include a uh, uh, some sort of red flag laws plus. Um, school safety, mental health, uh, bolstering of the mental health safety net, and things of that nature. Um, at the same time, late yesterday, the House Judiciary Committee approved a massive package of gun safety bills, but and that that's going to come to the floor next week. Uh, that's Speaker Nancy Pelosi's plan. But um, Abigail Spanberger wrote a letter yesterday that has gotten a bunch of eyes, which is... Uh, the frontliners, the, the party's most endangered lawmakers, want a vote on each individual component bill of that gun package. Um, now they want they just they want not one vote they, on a huge package. They want individual votes on individual components of the bill. Now, the Democratic leadership could and probably will use some procedural trickery to allow that to happen, but they're not going to allow every a vote on every bill. They might have allow a vote on some bills and then put it together at the end for a final package. Um, but listen, this is just another step in the gun and the gun control gun reform process that the that the Congress is going through at the moment. And next week is going to be key. Think about next week, and, and we'll get into this more on Monday. But you're going to have gun talks heating up. You're going to have Usika that the big chips bill is going to be uh, a subject of big negotiation between the House and the Senate. And um, 
the January 6th hearing is next week as well in primetime. What a week. Uh, one more thing, the May Jobs Report will be out today. That's going to be, as it always is, a big moment for the uh, for the president, for the administration. And the president is planning to speak at 1030 this morning in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, where he's vacationing for his wife's birthday about the jobs numbers. Uh, the employment report is supposed to show the economy added 325,000 jobs in May, uh, which will be pretty good, but the least added in a year. Number two story of the day, defense CEOs are urging congressional leaders to pass the CHIPS bill. This is a new letter from the CEOs of Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, BAE Systems, Raytheon General Dynamics, and Litos to uh, the leadership, which is saying that they need to um, hustle, let's say, on the CHIPS semiconductor provisions and reforms to research and development tax policy in the CHIPS, piece of, in the chips bill. Now, we're bringing you every day, at least at this point, um, more pressure on Congress to do, uh, uh, to get their act in gear, get their, get their, um, get going, let's say, on this CHIPS bill. Now, they've already blown past one deadline. They were supposed to have everything kind of closed out a couple, about a week ago. Uh, they do not have everything closed out in this massive CHIPS bill, which is intended to put the U.S. on more equal footing when it comes to research and development with China. But um, this letter, which was written May 25th and has not been reported yet, shows that just the the, the appetite in, in the defense industry, and by the way, every industry, is quite um, quite hefty. Now, the third story of the day, we're digging into the campaign. A couple interesting things happened on the political side yesterday. Former President Donald Trump is backing Blake Masters in the Arizona Republican Senate primary. Masters is uh, has the backing of billionaire libertarian Peter Thiel. Now, Club for Growth and Trump are on the same page. That didn't happen in some other primaries this year. And um, the Senate primary in Arizona is going to be super interesting, super competitive, and that is to face Mark Kelly, the Democrat, in November. This caught our eye. Dusty Johnson, the for the Republican congressman from South Dakota, is up on the air a bunch against Taffy Howard, his Republican primary opponent. Um, Johnson has a couple ads talking about playing a, read, a lead role in getting bills through the House, while Howard, a state lawmaker, has failed in her role in peer. And Johnson also blasts the outside groups for lying about him. Interestingly enough, Drain the Swamp Pack has an ad that says Johnson denies that the communists stole the, Jan the uh, 2020 election and dings Johnson for supporting an investigation into January 6th. Johnson was one of 35 House Republicans who backed establishing an independent commission to investigate the attack. The South Dakota primary will be June 7th. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.